This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. One, two. Round ball, left side, right at Correa to second for one. Altuve on the first. That's two, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros complete the sweep, defeating the Chicago White Sox 7-1 as the Astros go 6-1 on their road trip through Seattle and Chicago. Welcome back to Astro Lunch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with the skipper, A.J. Hinch. Before a three-game series with the Los Angeles Angels, who are in second place, it's a good matchup. Two teams have gotten off to a good start. This is a good time to just measure up, right? Yeah, it's two good teams. I mean, I, I think the Angels did uh, a tremendous makeover of their roster to go with um, their collection of guys they had. When you look at the, you know, Trout and Pujols and mm-hmm. Calhoun and, and guys that were really steady when they add Upton last year, they add Kinsler and Kozark this off season, and Drelton Simmons is probably the premier defensive playmaker in baseball and and you look up and there's not many holes in their lineup they play a brand of baseball that's very aggressive similar to us um you know they add a little bit of pitching in Otani and uh the next thing you know they've they've got a formidable team so I I think everybody will predict that this team will do really well this is a great matchup for us um not so much as a measuring stick but just as just trying to play good baseball against a good team you think of Mike Sosha and the Angels, you think back when they won the World Series in 2002 and they were running all over the place when not a lot of American League teams were doing that. I think he's got the pieces to be more aggressive now, don't you? He does. He can run from without. He's got a ton of athleticism, and I think he's got a lot of back control guys. They don't strike out a ton. Um, they, they hit a few home runs, maybe a few more home runs, especially the dimension changes in, in Anaheim that I'm sure we'll talk about once we get to, to play in L.A., but... Um, they've got guys that throughout the lineup that can handle the bat. He's not afraid to hit and run with anyone. I've seen him do it with Pujols. I've seen him do it with Upton. Uh, I've seen him. He'll certainly do it with Kozar, Kinsler, and, and, and Maldonado at the bottom of the order. So um, we've got to be. We've got to play clean baseball to beat them. They don't give you a lot of second chances, or they don't give you a lot of opportunities that you don't earn. So you got to beat them at the sport. When you guys scored five runs yesterday, it started with Jake Marisnik getting a base mm-hmm. hit. And because it was Jake, did that give you guys more of a, a jolt in the dugout? Yeah, it's a nice boost. And, and so many guys are pulling for him, and, mm-hmm. and Fish are the two guys that have really taken it on the chin early in the season. So I, when you can have one of those guys contribute, the guys love it. And obviously Jake is is every bit a part of the culture that goes on around here. He's he's, he's everyone's brother, and, and, and we pick on him quite a bit. And so when he gets on base, <laughs> there's two things. You're happy for him. You also know... You have a ton of speed, and yeah. this dude is going to get around the bases quickly. So uh, puts pressure on the opponent. The opponent starts missing a few pitches. We may get a couple big hits, and um, a catalyst like Jake can, can, can make things happen. I remember this very well, and I, I don't know if you, you felt like this, but when I was doing bad when I was playing, I didn't feel like I was as much a part of the team. As a manager, do you kind of go out of your way to make sure that a guy feels like he's part of the team? Yes, absolutely. And, and I, I spend a lot of time with guys, um, good or bad. You know, I try to be consistent with them so they don't feel like I'm only talking to them when they're doing well, and then I avoid them when they're doing poorly. So I kind of flip it. I, when they're doing well, I kind of leave them at, at, at their own mm-hmm. discretion. When they're not, I shower them with a, a bit of attention and, and interaction. And 
maybe mix in a card game, mix in a, uh, a meal with them, and just make sure that they're encouraged. And Jake, you know, in particular, is, is someone I joke with around all the time, but, you know, a serious text here or there or some, you know, especially after his four punch-out night, that's just, those are not easy nights at this level. They're on, it's national scene. It's, um, and, you know, we all have been in, in, in a struggling mindset at some point. So a um, little bit of encourage, encouragement go a long way. Curious. Who's the most superstitious guy on this team, or does anybody stick out that is doing something crazy on a nightly basis? <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I mean, routines are are not called superstitions in baseball. They're yeah. very particular. I mean, obviously, Verlander, Keuchel, the starting pitchers have this routine uh, that they go through before they go out and pitch. You know, the handshakes with, with Lance McCullers, oh, yeah. those have to happen before every game. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I'll watch when Reddick's scuffling. He'll come over and get my pen that I write with and write a smiley face in, on his bat. Uh, I've seen some guys burn their bats when they when they, so it's more of what do they uh, burn it with? with with fire Sparky you burn things with fire a lighter <laughs> they they find all sorts of things so I um, when you have a, a gas heat lamp in the or a heater in the in the in the dugout in the last couple of series you're amazing what you can do with those things but I, it's nice to to have our guys feel feel like themselves but rituals more than superstitions sure. all right you got three games you got Tyler Skaggs tonight what's the scouting report on that pitcher. You know, he's got a big curveball, and, and he, he tries to get you in finishing counts, and then he can throw it, and it's hard to track. It's hard to hit. He can bounce it. Um, he's got enough fastball that he's got to keep you honest. You can't cover both at the same time, usually. Um, so if you get him in the strike zone early, you're going to have to hit a heater. Um, when he's rolling that breaking ball in there, if he hangs it, obviously it's a good pitch to hit. But um, you almost disregard it early to try to make sure you don't chase it and make him throw it for a strike. There you go, A.J. Hench. Good luck tonight. You got it, Sparky. Pitch from Jones is lifted to left field. That's got a chance to get over Delmonico's head. It does. Bounces on the warning track and over the wall. Ground rule double for Marvin Gonzalez. Knocks in two more and makes it a 5-1 to one ball game. Boy, what a swing of the bat. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Marwin Gonzalez. And some big hits for you this weekend. A uh, couple of two-run doubles in this series against Chicago. Are you, are you starting to feel a little better at, at the plate as, as the season progresses? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've uh, been battling uh, all season long. Um, I've been working, working hard to, to get to the point, uh, to get to the point that I, I felt last year and um, to be comfortable on the play. That's baseball. You're going to feel, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel bad. You're going to go through slum. And uh, the good part is, uh, like, you don't want to slum late in the season. We have 140 games to, to fix it. And uh, that's a good thing. The, be- the better thing is that we're winning. So you're locked in at the plate. Is there something, is there a certain key? Is there a certain time when you just know, when you just feel right and you just know you're, you're locked in? Yeah, yeah, you as a hitter now, when, whenever you're feeling good, like, uh, you have the confidence that, that, that you feel that nobody's going to get you out or you're going to hit the ball hard. No, no, like, nobody says if thing out and out, but you, you have you have that confidence. So that's what hitters uh, think, and uh, that's the way, right way to feel. Are there, as a switch hitter, are there ever times when you feel really good from both sides of the plate, or does it just change constantly? Uh, it's rare when you feel good about both sides, and you're going to always feel good, uh, like, better at one side. Uh, I mean, but if you can can get to that point, that's, that's a plus, and then that, that's going to be a good thing. Obviously, as you get more at-bats from the left side with more right-handed pitchers, but are there things that you try to do? Do you have to work even harder to maintain your swing from the right side because there, there aren't as many lefties, although sometimes or stretches when there are quite a few. Personally, I, ha- I have to work hard, hard on my right side. Like you don't see that many, that, that many lefties. Uh, 
and um, you, you have to work extra to keep that feeling good. But yeah, you're always going to see more righties, and uh, that, that's, that's normal for you feel as a switch hitter uh, better from the, from the left side. Great year for you last year. Led the team in, in RBIs and, and, and hit 300 for, for most of the year. Uh, what was, do you think, that the biggest key for you last year that, that helped you get to the, the point that you got to? Uh, well, one thing was the patience uh, and the big selection. I was, uh, was in swing and strike. I was swinging strides, and uh, I was always in deep counts. I was uh, like waiting for my pitch, and uh, I think that, that, was, that, was the, that was the key. Were there, how did you improve on your pitch selection? Were there drills you did? Was it just something you just made a, a, a concerted effort to focus on? It was, uh, yeah. I made an effort, like uh, extra effort to, to focus on that. Uh, and um, I mean, in the past, I was uh, free swinging, like always uh, swinging. I think that, that was the key for, for the year that I had. Play a bunch of different positions. We saw your three different positions in the series in, in Chicago. How do you, first of all, how many gloves do you have? And how, how do you stay sharp at, uh, at all the different positions? I have, I have five, uh, four that I use for the games and one for practice. And uh, I, I, I try to work uh, um, early in the position I'm playing that day. And um, I, I think that's, 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 that's most of what I do. I just try to, to practice in that position the same day I'm playing. And um, sometimes, uh, like, sometimes, yeah, you will tell me that I'm playing, or you're playing first tomorrow, so I, I tried to do my, my practice at first, too. So. You came up as an infielder. If someone had told you before last season that you were going to play every postseason game for a World Series champion in left field, what would your reaction have been? Uh, I will tell that person that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was something special I never doubt in my life. I was going to play the whole postseason in left field and the whole game, like every single game, and yeah. like every inning. And, Without defensive change, and I, I wasn't expecting that. That was that was something special, and uh, I'm glad that everything went well. Marvin Gonzalez, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, continued success. You're welcome. Thanks. Two two, in the dirt. That's with another off-speed pitch. It's a full count. You know, I've eaten a Twinkie in one bite before. Just shove that whole thing in. So that's what you were doing after the game yesterday, huh? No, oh, I do that between innings. <laughs> That's grounded right side, right out of Bray. You handcuffs him for a moment, but he's able to grab it, and he wins the foot race to first with Bregman. And there is one out. You want to hear this ridiculous question we got on Twitter, Robert? Sure. It's from DeFi. Okay. Great news, Astros Radio. The Twinkies chatter has turned my wife into a fan. She doesn't really like baseball. Should I keep her? That is crazy. No, don't keep her. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Dump her. She doesn't like baseball. That's silly. The opinions of Steve Sparks do not reflect the opinions of the Houston Astros Radio Network. Robert Ford. Back at the wall, looking up. A three-run home run for Jose Altuve. Steve Sparks. These fans are ringside at one of the best boxing matches they'll ever see. The Houston Astros on your radio all summer long. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.